morning good morning uh my name is dr boyce watkins welcome to the black financial channel uh the stock market is pregnant you might ask well what do you mean the stock market is pregnant are you being weird and freaky again not entirely i'm going to break it down for you and explain to you why the stock market is pregnant and why you should be paying attention to the delivery room, which is in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We're going to get started. Buckle up your seatbelt. Hit the thumbs up button. We're starting on the Black Financial Channel right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor at the Black Financial Channel. We believe in black wealth and black economics, and we talk about it all day, every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, because we are obsessed with closing the racial wealth gap and actually putting the wealth gap in our favor, because we believe in the B1 philosophy. B1 means that you are black first. That means you don't have to be black to be here. We don't hate anybody, but if you're in this space, then you better be in my face talking about black people and black wealth and black economic power. Also, B1 means that by the year 2070, our children, B1 children are going to lead the world when it comes to economics, wealth building. They're going to build trillion dollar companies based on what we're teaching them right now. That's Project 2070. It's a 60 year plan. We are in year 10 and it is going extremely well. B1 also means that we understand we must be one in order to be successful. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was um, uh, Amos, uh, Amos, a brother named Amos. I can't remember the first and last time I got to get back into this. So let's go on out of my head. But he said that the best way to destroy the black community was to get the black man and the black woman to dislike each other. And some of y'all see this energy out here on the internet. You see black men talking down on black women. You see black women talking down on black men. And we don't believe in any of that because we believe in building black family. Why is that important? Well, because you can't point to any community on earth that has ever been able to become wealthy with broken families. So broke families usually lead to broke people. The easiest way to stay broke is to get addicted to two things uh, or catch two viruses. One is called baby mama-itis. The other is called baby daddy-itis. If you get baby mama-itis, the child support courts are going to eat through your money. If you get baby daddy-itis, then you will find that it is very difficult for you to raise all them kids by yourself because the average cost of raising a child to the age of 18 is a quarter million dollars. So if you got four kids, that's a million dollar debt that you have. That's a million dollars in and it's student loans and baby loans that you probably can't repay. So I want you to kind of understand the connection. If you say, well, Dr. Boyce, why are you talking about relationships? You don't talk about money. Well, you can't talk about money without talking about healthy relationships. If you have unhealthy relationships, then you're going to stay broke. So do you understand what I'm saying? Give me a yes in the chat. or put a B1, hashtag B1 in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. This is what was on my mind this morning. And that's why I took the conversation in that direction. So... <clears throat> Speaking of babies, mamas, and baby daddies, uh, another uh, thing that's pregnant right now is your stock market. The stock market is pregnant right now. You might say, boys, what are you talking about? That sounds so weird. Why would you say that? Are you just a freaky old man? Uh, maybe I am, but, but this analogy is appropriate. The stock market is pregnant. And what does that mean? Well, pregnant means something's about to be born. That means something's about to go down, right? That means something is about to happen and you don't know exactly what it is, but you know it's going to be something big. And uh, right now, the market is pregnant with information. Uh, people are watching this uh, weird place uh, called Jackson Hole, Wyoming, 
probably has a black population of about three. They probably got three black people that have ever traveled through Jackson Hole at any point in their lives. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Jackson Hole, Wyoming, that's where the Federal Reserve is going to get together and have a, a, a meeting. Oh, well, it's going to be virtual this year because of the pandemic, but they have this meeting. And uh, and they talk about the economy. Now, uh, the Federal Reserve is this group of people, mostly white, like kind of like everything else in America, I guess, all the halls of power. And uh, and they kind of get together and decide, you know, what are we going to do? What's going to be our next move? And uh, and this is a really important meeting, uh, particularly because people are not sure if the Fed is going to continue to prop up the, the economy, which really honestly translates into propping up the stock market because they tend to support the rich more than everybody else. Uh, and uh, and they're and they're going to make an announcement. Uh, Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Powell, the, the chairman of the Fed, is going to come out and he's going to um, he's going to give a speech. And the everyone's gonna be listening. He's like EF Hutton. If you might remember, anybody give me a yes if you remember EF Hutton. When EF when EF Hutton talks, what happens? People listen, right? Remember that? Well, uh, he's the EF Hutton of the economy, and people are gonna be hanging on every word to see when he's gonna start tapering. Mean tapering meaning stop supporting the economy so much. They've been supporting the economy, propping it up since the start of the pandemic back in March of 2020, when you had that big market crash and the economy was going south and everybody was told to stay home. They started pumping money into the economy the same way you pump blood into somebody's body after they after Pookie got shot and got dragged to the hospital. They start giving they say we need a blood transfusion. They start pumping blood into Pookie. Well there's a point where uh, and and please you know keep your kids out the street because we, we we got too many Pookies out here and I want to see more people successful. And uh and, and at the end of the day the Fed uh, is that people are, are questioning whether or not the Fed needs to continue to keep pumping blood into Pookie. Uh, people are saying to the Fed, look, man, okay, slow down, partner. Like, it's good. Like, you, you've done enough. It's time to, like, save something uh, so that when we run into another real crisis, we'll be okay. And uh, and and that's kind of something that people are not really sure about right now. So uh, so the Fed is pregnant. Uh, who's the daddy? The daddy is Jay Powell. Uh, when Jay Powell talks, uh, he's going to give birth to something, right? It, or his conversation is going to give birth to something. When's the due date? The due date is Friday. So on Friday, the baby will be born. We don't know if it's going to be a pretty baby or ugly baby. We don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl. We don't know if it's going to be healthy or unhealthy. But something could go down on Friday. Why, why does that matter? Well, I'll tell you in one second. And actually, and do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Uh, also, uh, I want to remind you all, uh, at the end of this conversation, I'll give you my stock pick of the day. I bought a stock this morning. I'll tell you about it. I'm not telling you what to do, but I am going to tell you what I just did and, and why I bought this particular company. Uh, also, if you want to see all my stock picks, you can actually go to the blackstockmarketprogram.com. The first month is free. I have a ton of lectures, probably probably hundreds of lectures by now that you can go through on all aspects of stock market investing. So if you really want to learn how to invest, you want to learn it well, go to the blackstockmarketprogram.com. The first month costs you $0 and zero cents, totally free. After that, you can join the club and be a part of the investment groups and everything else we have going on. Uh, I'll tell you more about that later. All right, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button. So, we, we, so we, we've established that the stock market is pregnant. Something's going to be born. Um, also with the Fed, one thing that's interesting about the Fed is that they actually, it's, it's fascinating that the Fed, they stepped in to save the economy, right? To boost the economy up. Well, some people, some critics have logically argued that the Fed has actually increased inequality in America because rather than propping up the economy at large, they really kind of just mainly propped up asset prices. 
So what effectively happened was when the Fed started just printing money like crazy, which is one of the reasons why um, I will I, I've been mentioning to you guys, I think investment in crypto and things like that, other assets to kind of, you know, get away from the, the dollar uh, could be beneficial to you. Uh, you know, the, the, the problem with that is that they, what they've done is they boosted up housing prices to, to astronomical levels. A lot of poor people can't buy houses now. Uh, they boosted up the stock market so that people like you and I, you and I, uh, all of you, most of you in here who are stock market investors already are going to be doing well. You're making money, right? Give me a yes in the chat if you've been doing well financially since uh, March 2020. That literally the one of the worst days of your life became the best day of your life because maybe that was when you started investing. Give me a yes in the chat if you have seen that you've been able to make money in your sleep, whereas a lot of your friends uh, can't make money till they can go back to work, right? That's why it was important to be an investor. So the people who got on that stock market train, uh, you know, are, are doing okay. Now you got to be real careful though, because there are a lot of experts who are predicting that this can't sustain itself and that you're going to get, you know, you're going to see a pretty bad crash. Um, uh, when people compare the current market to uh, the great depression, or they compare it to um, the market crash of 2000 or, or, or 2007, uh, they, they pretty much see all the signs, all the signs are pointing to an uh, absolute collapse. Uh, now, why should you not be afraid of that? Well, because I told you the stock market always crashes. It always pulls back. There's always a bear market somewhere. And so what's eventually going to happen is that it's going to dip. And based on history, uh, that dip is going to lead to a recovery. That's why when I mentioned when, when we had the first crash at the start of the pandemic, I said, you know, I'm, I'm not telling you guys what to do, but I'm buying everything I can get my hands on. And you saw what happened in the following year. Everything was doubling and tripling. And it, companies like NVIDIA, uh, Super Savage bought NVIDIA. I bought NVIDIA too. And believe me, my wife gave me extra kisses and baked me some chocolate chip cookies because because ain't nothing that a, a, a black woman loves more than a black man who knows how to bring home the bacon so i brought home the bacon i didn't even have to go kill the pig so get you ladies get you a man that can bring home the bacon but ain't got to work in the slaughterhouse he knows how to be smart uh, those are the best men in my view but then i'm probably biased because that i you know that's that's my style so anyway let's keep going so here's the thing with the fed um, the Fed is going to make an announcement. Uh, it's probably going to be pretty neutral. Jay Powell will do everything he can to avoid causing chaos. Uh, when, you know, when, when previous Fed chairs have spoken and said even the littlest things, it's caused global markets to go crazy. So they're extremely careful, but something might slip and the market might interpret something or they might actually re- go out of their way to release some information. If they do and it causes the markets to dip, I see more downside than upside. I really don't see a rally coming out of the Fed's announcement. But then again, at the same time, market optimism is really high. Investors are trained to buy the dips. Uh, you, you, you know, people just want stock. They want to believe stock prices are going to keep going up. So there could be a rally, but uh, there could also be a, a major drop on Friday when he makes his announcement. Why do I mention that? Well, I mentioned that because I'm going to be watching real careful. And one thing I've been doing lately is I've been putting putting cash to the side. I, you know, I get a little, I get my income, you take your income, you invest your income, right? So I get my income and I say, hmm, I could go buy these stocks out here that I like, but I think I'm gonna hold back just a, just a little bit because I think some of these stocks might go on sale. And so, so in fact, actually, if you want to know the stock that I, I bought this morning, there's a company called 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers uh, had a little bit of a dip. I think they got a bad earnings surprise or something like that, but that's a good company. The analysts all love it. And I said, you know, this is my opportunity. I'm going to go ahead and buy this stock. Now, you know, I got lucky, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, because you can't really judge what happens in one day. But already this morning, the stock has already started moving up, I think. And so so I actually made some. I actually made 5% this morning. So I didn't anticipate that. 5% in a day is kind of unbelievable. Uh, and it could pull back. But uh, that was 
was a move I made this morning. I still think it's a good company to own. I'm not telling you what to do, but that's just kind of what I did. Uh, and actually, if you want to see my other stock picks, you can actually go. If you log in at the blackstockmarketprogram.com, I have a section called What Dr. Boyce is Buying. And literally every single week for the students, I've listed about five or six stocks that I really, really like. Uh, most of them have done extremely well uh, and it's based on research. So if you want to go log in at the blackstockmarketprogram.com, that's one benefit you get in addition to our class meetings on Tuesdays. Also, um, I, I want to remind you guys as well that tonight we're actually watching. You guys know we make movies. We make black owned movies because we believe black people should own the movie industry. So or at least a segment of it. So we started making films. Uh, we, we don't go get financing from anybody. We make these movies uh, for black people on black issues, the things that black people need. And so uh, we're actually showing our film called uh, Till Death Do Us Part. Uh, which is uh, directed by Tierra K.J. Williams out of L.A. And this film, we've been working on this project for two years. She worked on it very, very hard through the pandemic. And what she found was six sturdy black families where the couples have been married over 30 years. And this became a six-week masterclass on how to build a strong family. I've told you guys over and over and over again that you cannot build wealth if you cannot maintain relationships. If you always fighting, you always going to stay broke. If you cannot get along, then you will not move along. So I hope that you understand why we are emphasizing the importance of having good relationships with each other. And there are books on this. There are blueprints on this. There's stuff out there. Don't try to do it yourself. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to hope for the best. If you try to just figure it out, you'll be stupid like I was when I was young. And when I really could have just read a book, talked to a therapist, watched some videos, whatever. Back Well, they didn't have YouTube back then, but you get the point. So get instruction, learn all the things you need to know in order for you to build the kind of unity that you need in order to be successful. So tonight at 8 p.m., we're going to watch the movie. It's blackmovienight.net. You can register there. You can watch it for free. We wanted you to see this film so bad that we said, look, if you come live, you can watch it for free. Now, if you watch it delayed, then there will be a fee because we got to raise money so we can make the next movie. But uh, if you want to watch it free, we will be there tonight uh, at blackmovienight.net. So make sure you register. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Let me give you a couple a little um, uh, things I've noticed in the news lately. Let me let me sort of scroll through some headlines real quick. Um, all right, so um, uh, here's one thing. Uh, it looks like the Dow so far today has dropped about 100 points. Uh, jobless claims are are um, you know they said jobless claims hold around pandemic era low. So GDP uh, has risen by 6.6 percent. So GDP strong. Uh, employment is is pretty good. So there's really no reason for the Fed to keep on doing what they're doing. Um, I know they're going to taper. The question is when. Uh, it, it, and also the interesting thing, like I said, is that I don't really know if they're really helping uh, all Americans. One of the things that's really weird to me is how the Fed has kind of become yet another space where uh, rich people are kind of being hooked up and taken care of. Because what they're basically doing is they're pushing up the prices of assets to the point where you know, nobody can afford to buy anything unless you are, you know, part of that top 20, top 30% of Americans in terms of wealth. Now, a lot of you are in that category already. I congratulate you for that. But I really think that the Fed is, um, is not so beneficial right now at this point because they're, they're sort of spiking inflation. And I think it's going to cause some long-term problems. Uh, also, there's some stuff going on in the Middle East right now with uh, Kabul, the Kabul airport, you know, Biden kind of, unfortunately, his team kind of messed that up. Uh, you're watching the fall of Saigon. If you don't know about the fall of Saigon, go look it up. The fall of Saigon was terrible. Uh, there's videos about it. And uh, basically, a lot of people got killed because we decided, again, like we did in Afghanistan, that we were going to back something for a while. And then we, when we weren't uh, interested in it anymore, we decided to move on. They do that to the black community, too. They'll have something where you like, like the way they come into your community during election season. And they're like, hey, we love black people. We really need your help. 
we really want rock the vote come on souls to the polls get your booty to the polls and then after the election's over they're like oh okay thank you we're done playing with our toy now we're gonna throw it in the trash and next thing you know nobody can get biden on the phone uh dr claude anderson you know he's he's tried to present ideas to the, the biden administration they don't listen ice cube was negotiating with Biden and Trump's teams. Uh, Biden doesn't call Ice Cube back uh, because they don't need you anymore. When they don't need you anymore, they kind of walk away, right? I'm not being you know overly political. I don't want to be overly political, but that's what it is, right? So black people don't really have any friends economically. So I, I encourage you to really... Um, understand that when it comes to developing institutional wealth that you need to sustain your families and things like that, we must support our own institutions. Uh, Brother Nuri Muhammad from the Nation of Islam came on this channel not too long ago. And one of the things that he said was, he said that uh, that uh, Jawanza Kunjufu uh, did a study. And I met, I met this brother uh, not too long ago, maybe about four or five years ago in Lexington, Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. And Jawanza Kunjufu said that 25 years ago, the number one influences of black boys uh, was um, school, church, and home. Those are the top three influences of black boys. He said 30, 20, 30 years later, the number of the top influences for black boys are, um, are their peers, uh, social media, and music, like what the lyrics they're hearing in hip hop music, right? So, uh, so what I said, the way I remember that is, um, I, I said if you take S C H, school, church, and home, those three words—that's the first three letters of the word scholar, right? So, thirty years ago, we were producing scholars because the schools were doing it, the church was doing it, the home was doing it, and the and most of these were black led, particularly before integration, before uh, civil rights, and all this other stuff, right? Well, now you've got uh, peers, uh, music. And social media, right? So that's the acronym for that is PMS. So you went from producing black boys who were going to become scholars to little black boys in the streets out here PMSing. So you got a bunch of boys out here PMSing, don't know how to stand up for nothing, too ignorant to figure anything out, ain't never read a book, don't don't know nothing about nothing, half of them, not all of them, but some of them can't, can't read the grade level, who are being propped up as the leaders of your community. Many of them become professional rappers because the best way to become a rapper and to get funding from some of these big corporations is to be as ignorant and as self-destructive and as toxic as you can possibly be. Just go ask Lil Nas X. That's how he got to be who he is right now. So what I'm saying to you is that you have a lot of things stacked against you. So it's very important that we start thinking in terms of systems and institutional wealth, right? Institutions means this, right? Your first and most important institution that you have is your family. So your family is an institution. You are a corporation. Every family, every black family should have a family business. This is one of the things we're going to cover at the at the All Black National Convention. Let me just tell you all this. I spoke last night with the father of Victory Boyd. How many of y'all know? Give me a yes or no if you know victory boyd or infinity song give me a yes or no if you know victory boyd victory boyd let me tell you about victory boyd she i'm very proud of her because she was an artist that we really helped discover we helped put her on by putting her out there and uh and it because i i heard her voice she sings like an angel well victory boyd uh is such a great singer that she sang for jay-z and he signed her rock and rock nation like that Right. Just like that. Now, Victory's everywhere. Victory's super famous. Her family's famous. They're doing extremely well. Go look them up. Go Google them. And then there's a reason why I'm bringing this point up. So anyway, so Victory Boyd, uh, in fact, she's singing the national anthem. Check this out. Y'all pay attention. She's singing the national anthem at the NFL opener this year, like the NFL, the biggest game of the year that millions of people are going to be watching. Victory is going to be singing the national anthem. So so clap it up for this uh, beautiful black woman and the amazing thing she's doing. Well, her family's B1. 
her family's B1. And let me explain what I, I so I talked to Victory's father last night, father to father. He built a strong black family, his, him and his children, all they, all his children perform together. They're on the road together. They built this great family business. And, and I said, uh, you and I, uh, let's do something together. So here's what's going on. So at the All Black National Convention in Orlando, Florida, on the last weekend of October, uh, I'm going to reveal, I'm going to do a lecture on my new book, which is called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. And I told John about it, John the father. I said, uh, John the father, it almost sounds biblical, right? But John, Victory's father, I said, um, I said, hey, this is my book and it's built around the idea of building strong family businesses. And I said, your family is a prototype of that. You got all your children on code, you homeschooled them, they all uh, love each other, they support each other, and you're succeeding together in a way that is uh, that's detached from all the nonsense that exists in mainstream media. And he said uh, that that at the convention, one thing he wanted to do was literally do a training on how to build a family like that, right? Like literally like the blueprint on strong black fatherhood. Why is that critical? Why is that epic? That is epic to me because that's what you need. You need more of these James Evans Jr. type dads in the in the families that are holding it down. You need your strong men in the community, the kinds of men that, that like the Richard Williams who, who uh, created Venus and Serena or like uh, Tiger Woods dad, you know, Earl Woods and how he made his son the greatest golfer in, in the history of all mankind. Or, you know, he, he, not not so much a Joe Jackson. Right. Joe Jackson's a great man, but you know he wasn't perfect. Right. So these men are not perfect. None of them are perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right. None of us are perfect. But. There's something about masculine leadership that was lost. That's why your boys are out here PMSing because the daddy ain't there. PMS, what does that stand for? It stands for the three influences, greatest influence of black boys, according to Jawanza Kanjufu. Uh, Brother Nuri Muhammad shared this. Uh, their peers, uh, the music, and social media. PMS. So you got your boys out here PMSing because they don't have masculine leadership, right? You got your girls out here doing all kinds of crazy, so getting into all kinds of weird situations. Right. Uh, why would a little girl be chasing down an R. Kelly or trying to go live with him? Well, I bet you it has something to do with the role that the daddy took in that situation, because my daughters are not in, in his they're not staying at R. Kelly's house in Trump Tower. Not not going to happen. Not going to happen. Somebody going to get hurt before that is allowed to happen. Right. Well, th th so 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 that's one of the things we're going to focus on the All Black National Convention, uh, allblacknationalconvention.com. So we can get your early bird tickets, super early bird. The super early bird discount ends this week. So this is where you can get the tickets, the absolute cheapest. The lowest tier is ninety nine dollars for a whole weekend, a whole weekend convention for ninety nine dollars. Go check other conventions. They don't. The tickets are not at that price. We want to make it accessible to anybody that wants to come. Uh, and, and in fact, we're even discounting that price. So so feel free to go to allblacknationalconvention.com. Uh, also, uh, if you want to get a discount on your hotel. The hotel rooms, we have a few hotel rooms at a, su at a super duper discount. You can go to abnchotel.com. We made a deal with the hotel to get the price re reduced. So that's what this conference is all about. It's about building it's black institutions. It's about building black families. It's about sort of, sort of rethinking, uh, just really dismantling and rethinking the appropriate solutions for black people without those solutions being constrained by pre-existing ideologies. Right. We, we are trying to solve these problems without being hindered in any way by all these other ideas I hear that haven't worked. Right. So we're not going, you know, we're not don't don't get me wrong. We're not uninviting anyone. But this is not a showcase of civil rights superstars who are going to tell you which which candidate to go vote for. That's another that's another conference. That's maybe the NAACP convention or something like that. 
right? Uh, this is not a, a gathering where we're going to teach you how to go get jobs working for white people. So you won't see JP Morgan and, and, and McDonald's hiring at the convention because the, we, we, fi- we figured out that jobs are not the solution. Uh, we're not going to have a bunch of your favorite rappers at the convention. We're not going to have Rick Ross and, and uh, you know, and whoever, uh, uh, two chains or whatever, no disrespect to those guys. Maybe they're, they're learning, they're doing better, but those are the individuals in my view who should be the students, not the teachers, right? We're going to actually have people there who, who get it, who really understand what it means to build a community from the ground up, who are committed to that, who are committed to making the sacrifice necessary to make that happen. And that starts with the family. The family is the number one, the most important, the most significant institution in the black community that you must rebuild. And if you don't have a good family, go find one. If you don't have a good family, go find people and, and, and add value to their lives and make them family. And then that becomes your economic family. So because I understand some of y'all's relatives are trifling. Some of y'all's relatives ain't going to figure this out until the year 2090. I get that. Right. So if, if you don't have good relatives, go find other good relatives. And at the convention, that's our goal is to help you find the relatives that you're looking for. Who's your soul sister? Who's your soul brother? I want you to find who's your soulmate. I want you to find those people. That's why we're doing things like speed dating, speed networking, investment clubs, doing everything we can to bring you together. Okay. So allblacknationalconvention.com is where you can go to find out more. Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. So uh, a couple more things I'll mention here is uh, in terms of the market and things like that is um, it looks to me, let me see, what's some other interesting little factoids going on this week? Uh, Politico, it looks like Politico was is, is being sold uh, to a German publisher for a billion dollars. That's very interesting. So you have a German publisher controlling American media. Huh. I wonder what kind of security interest or security issue that brings up. Uh, TikTok has changed its policies. Now, cryptocurrency influencers uh, are considering uh, moving to rival platforms. So it looks like TikTok changed its policy on crypto. Let me just mention something about crypto. Um, I'm a big I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of crypto. I was already a big fan of crypto before this week. I already love crypto. I love crypto last week. I love it more this week. Um, and I love it. I'm going to love it more next year, I believe, because all indicators are pointing upward when it comes to crypto. So um, I'm not over betting on crypto. Right. I'm not. You, I don't believe you should go more than five or 10 percent of your portfolio on crypto. And I'm not talking about Dogecoin and Shiba Inu and all that. If you want to gamble on it, that's on you. Uh, but if you're talking about solid investments, uh, every indicator tells me that big news is headed uh, toward the crypto space. I believe that good things are going to happen with crypto. And actually, if you want to see the crypto that I own, um, I have a screenshot you can get access to at drboycecrypto.com. That's drboycecrypto.com. And we also have a crypto investing club in the Black Business School, which you can find at the theblackcryptoclub.com. So the URL is right there on the screen. So feel free to go take a look. And it's free in the beginning. So you can actually try it out. And then there's a fee. But uh, in the beginning, you can try it for free. Okay, guys. All right. I'm going to get out of here. I hope that this information was helpful to you. Uh, give me a yes if you're going to keep this commitment. Let's make our quick commitment. We're going to put a little bit of money into our investments, something toward our future, something for our family, something put to the side right now. Give me a yes in the chat if you're going to invest in something today. What are you going to invest? If you ain't got money, you got to invest your time. If you ain't got time, then invest your love. If you ain't got love, then invest your passion. Invest something. What? Give me a yes if you're going to invest. Everybody, give me a yes in the chat if you're going to invest. So give me a yes if you're going to invest. Let's make that public commitment right now because people who invest in the present are the ones who control the future. Those who control the present are those who made investments in the past. You cannot have a harvest if you do not plant a seed. Your children are your, when you get older and your children are taking care of you, that is your harvest. That's because you planted a seed. I take care of my dad and my mom and I would do anything for them financially or otherwise because they planted seeds in me. My father was, um, 
not my biological father. He stepped in and took care of me when I was three and my real daddy wasn't around. Well, now that my father is older and he's tired and everything else, guess what? Our son is on the phone saying, hey, dad, what you need? What can I do for you? Well, I bought, he wanted a car. I bought him a car, cash paid, no pound, no car note. Uh, he wanted to pay his house off. Well, we got that house paid off, right? That's what happens when you invest. You got to invest in uh, your assets, but more importantly, you invest in your people. Your children are your multi-million dollar assets. That's your big come up is your family. Your big opportunity is the people around you. You are everything you need. You have everything you need. And don't you dare forget it. You do not need those people across the road in order for you to be successful. You are successful already. You have wealth around you already. You are swimming in abundance already. And I want you to see it and embrace it. And just give me a yes if you're going to invest, because I want you to invest in something that's going to make your life better and and create a better life for those behind you. We're breaking cycles. We don't even acknowledge that nonsense. We're trying to grow. We're trying to build. We're trying to do better. And we're going to do that. Okay, guys. So that's it. That's what's on my mind today. And by the way, last night, thank you all for those of you who joined us last night for the uh, the, the book club. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson actually came in. I really appreciate the fact that he came in. In case you don't know, in the Dr. Boyce book club, every Wednesday night, we're reading Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. After we finish Black Labor, White Wealth, we're going to move over to Powernomics and and then after we finish Powernomics, we're going to read the Black History Reader. We're going to go through all his books with a fine-tooth comb. I think we're on page 60 or something like that. And uh, and if you want to join the book club, it's free. If you come live and you can get access to the my life class for free as well, go to blackkeystogreatness.com. That's the URL on the screen. I know I gave you a lot of URLs, and I just try to pour tons of information towards you. Let This morning, I figured out, I put this on my Instagram, actually. My Instagram is the real voice Watkins. And I put it up on my Instagram because I just thought about that this morning. I, I, I noticed, I counted up the numbers number of videos I've done in the last decade, and I couldn't believe it. I've done at least, at least, this is a minimum, 17,595 videos like this, 17,595 videos like this. Can y'all, I, mean, I think it's crazy, right? And um, and now here's the thing though, right? Here's the thing. Uh, it, it's never been work for me. Um, I was, I'm, I'm super ecstatic. I, I was reflecting on the 20 years of, since I got my PhD, I got my PhD, uh, or actually I started teaching at Syracuse University this month, exactly 20 years ago, exactly 20 years ago, this month, I got my first job at Syracuse University. I was making $115,000 a year, which was big shit back then. And it was, it's probably, it's big money now. Right. And, uh, and I was a hot shot, you know, I was the only African-American in the world to get a PhD in finance and all this other stuff. And I, and, and I really had a path that I thought I was going to follow. And I'll be damned if God did not like throw a curveball and give me a whole different path. And uh, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, as I started to reflect and really thinking about things and questioning everything, I realized that this is not my path. I said, this is my path over here. My path is not across town with white folks. My path is over here with black people. And so I diverted from that path. I left Syracuse and and. I've been you know, sitting in the black community and talking to you guys every single day. And it's never been like work. It's always been fun. It's always been a passion for me. And, and, and I, and we've gotten a million of you to invest for the first time. And, uh, and this is so rewarding. And so literally I could literally croak at the end of this video. Like I could die right now. And believe me, if I went to heaven right now, I would be smiling because I would say, damn it, we did it. Like we did it. Like we've changed. Like with the, the, the blueprint has been changed. The culture has been shifted. The model has been elevated. Now you, there's millions of you that will be running with the baton after we're gone. Right. <laughs> and, we, you know, so 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 the thing is, I, I'm really proud of that because I feel like we want a gold medal. Like, I feel like we really 
have elevated our game and we've elevated. We've done something the ancestors will be proud of and our children are going to be proud of. So I want you to hold your head up high and to just know that uh, none of this could be done without you. And I appreciate you 100 percent because I really believe that we have changed the fucking world. So that's my two cents. Those are my thoughts for today. If I sound like a weirdo, it's, it's because I am. And uh, God bless you. If you could hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button on your way out, I would appreciate that. Please share this video if you can. I, we, we, we need your distribution. And uh, I'm out of here, guys. Please have a good day. I'll check back in with you a little bit later if I see anything interesting going on in the markets. God bless you. Have a good day. Be great. Be black. Be strong. Be one. Love you. Peace. Peace.